The following shear has been presented by Rav Moshe Zev Granik, member of the Beis Havad Dayanus Koilel, and has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. For more information about the center or for halachic services and resources, please call 1-888-485-VAD or visit thehalachacenter.org. Parashas Tazriya, the Torah talks about the halachas of Tzeras. Tzeras, the Torah says that a person who gets a white spot on his body, a negative Tzeras, if it's the right shade, he goes to the Kayin, and the Kayin sees if it's the right shade, the halacha is that the Kayin says that he has, that he's tied. What's the halacha of a Mitzayra? So if he just has a white shade, the halacha is, the Torah says that the Kayin has to lock him up, that's called the Mitzayra Musker. He sends him Chutzlamachna for seven days, at the seventh day, he comes and he sees what happened. If the, if there's one of three simoni tuma, three things that could happen that make a koy and make the mitzayra a muchlet, to make him tummy completely, his tummy becomes more chomer. Either if there are two white hairs, seir lovin, that grew in the nega, or if there is a spot in the middle of the nega, in the center of the nega, that is not white, that's the regular skin color of the person. Or the third thing, the third simon is if the nega spread. It's called pisim. Pasuk says, if it's posah nega, if the nega spread. So if it's one of these three things, then he's a mukhlet. He changes from a muskrit to a mukhlet, and he has different halachas. He's still tummy until the nega goes away. He's tummy for an indeterminate, uh, un, un, unspecified amount of time. Until the nega goes away, he will be tummy. He's the sit chutz If the nega went away, so then at the end of the first week, the kain says he's tar. If the nega stayed the same, the Torah says, the Kayin locks him up for another week. He says he's a muska for another week. What happens at the end of that week? Says the Pasuk, The Kayin looks at him on the, sec- on the seventh day, the second time. The nega is not as bright as it used to be. The color changed. It's still, it's still white. If it's not white, it's not nega at all. But uh, it, it wasn't as uh, bright. It became a duller white. And the nega didn't spread. What, what's the halach in this case? The kain says that he's tar. Had the nega spread, if there was pissing, so then he would be a mukhut, he would be tummy, and the kain would have to pass him that the person is tummy. The Pasik says there was no pissing, so there's no pissing, so that's not a reason to make him tummy. So therefore, the Torah says, the kain tells him that he's not a muska anymore. He can't be a muska for more than two weeks. Therefore, after two weeks, since he's not a muska, so he's tar. Now the Pasik says, Vihine Keo Hanega. Pasik says that the Nega got duller. It seems from the Pasik that one of the conditions for the Kayin to send him home and to say that he's not a Mitzayr anymore is that the Nega changed its shade. It changed from a brighter shade of white to a duller shade of white. And in fact, as always Rashi, Rashi says, Keo Hucha Marisoi, the shade of the Nega got duller. Ha! But we see from this Pasuk, says Rashi Adik, what would be if nothing changed? What would be the halacha if he, the Kayin comes at the end of the second week and he looks at the Nega and there's no change. There's no simintum, no ser lava, no pisya, no michil. It didn't change color. It's exactly the same as it was seven days before. So Rashi says that, uh, that much most of the Pasuk is that way, that the Kayin will say, you're tummy. Because the Pasuk says, though Kayin says, Yitohar, the Kayin Paskins that the, the Mitzayra is Tor only in the case where it's Kayahanega. Same, seems like if it's not Kayahanega, if the Nega stays the same. So then, this is another way that the Kayin is going to have to Paskin 
on this on this on this mitzayra uh, that this mitzayra will be tummy and seems like he's going to be a mukhlut just like a uh, just like a different mitzayra who gets one of the three simani tumma. That is what seems to be from from uh, Shita's Rashi. Now the problem with this Rashi, the Ramban already asks over here, as well as the Rishonim in the uh, Mishnayis Ligom in Perak Alf Gimel, is that if you learn the Mishnayis in the Gom, you learn the Mishnayis, the Mishnayis talk about what are the halachas of someone who has Siras, who is a Muskar, who is a Mukhlet, and uh, the, the Mishnayis discuss, discuss all the halachas, over there, the Mishnah seems to say, specifically Perikalf Mishnah Gimel, that Mishnah, but uh, it seems to be the Mashmois of many Mishnahis, that in order for a person to become Tameh, in order for a Mitzayra Muskar to become a Mukhlet, you need one of the three Simani Tumah. Mishnah says over there, in that Mishnah, is that that the, the Mishnah is primarily talking about the halacha, that different shades of white are mitzarif. I don't have to have this a certain size, the nega has to be, it has to be a gris, and that entire gris, that area has to be the correct shade, proper shade of white. If it's not the right shade, then it's not tame. So there are different shades, the Mishnah says, that are mitame, and you don't have to have the entire nega, it doesn't have to be one shade, it could be two different shades, and they're mitzarif. So the Mishnah says that they're mitzarif, even in a situation, lifter esa'im b'sayv shvusheni, that somebody who had saras, and he was a muskar, and he had no, no simitumah, so the Allah is, it comes at the end of the second week, the kain comes and looks at him, and the kain says, potter. The kain says that if you're at the end of the second week, and there's no simitumah, there's no change, the mashmois of the Mishnah, simple understanding of the Mishnah is that we send him home. So the Rishayim all ask on Rashi, what's Rashi talking about? How could you possibly tell me that if a Koyin looks at the Tzeras and he sees that the second week that the Tzeras wasn't Kaya, the, the, the Nega stayed exactly the same, there was no change between the first week and the second week, that you make him home to a Mukhlet and you say that he's Tomei. The Mishnah says the opposite. The Mishnah says that at the end of two weeks, if there's no Sim and Tomo, then he's Tar. The truth is that the Mishnayis in the third parak of Nagaim discuss all the halachis. There's different kinds of Nagaim. The Mishnah over there says that the Mavur in the Psukim, if you look in the Psukim, this is Parsha, there's regular tsaras that a person gets on his skin. There's a special type of tsaras that happens on a person's scalp if his hair falls out. There's, there's, there's tsaras on clothing. There's tsaras on houses. There's many different kinds of tsaras. And in the Mishnayis, the Mishnayis say that the halachas are not the same. What's considered a simen tumah for one type of tzeras is not necessarily a simen tumah for a different type of tzeras. So the Mishnahis in the third parak go through each type of tzeras and tell me what are the halachas of this type of tzeras. So in Parakim Mishnah Gimel, talks about standard tzeras, or a person's skin, is metam. It says that, that there's three simonim, like we said, serelov and michi and pissing. And it seems like the Mishnah is saying, this is the only way that you become a Tommy Mukhlet. Right? The, the, you become a Muska right away when the Kayin sees the Tsarasi without any Simintoma. But the Mishnah says that in order to become a Mukhlet, you need one of the three Simonim. According to Rashi, the Mishnah should say that there's four ways to become a Mukhlet. There's three ways to become a Mukhlet if you have one of these three Simonim. And the fourth way is if the Nega stays for two weeks and there's no change. And the truth is that, in fact, the Mishnah does say such a Halacha regarding a different type of Tsaras. Regarding the tzeras that, that a person gets on his clothing, on nigei begodim, 
the Mishnah says in that parak, the end of the parak in Mishnah Zayin, the Mishnah says that there are different simoni toma, different things that make a beged into a mukhlit. And one of the ways that a, a tzeras a beged becomes a mukhlit is, it says, if it's, uh, if it's oimich neishvus, the halacha is that at the end of two weeks, if the, if the, if the tzeras is still there, the, the Torah says, at the end of this week's parsha, that you burn it. So that's, uh, so, you, so that's a simon toma. So if that's a simon tumo, so then that the, the, the fact that the Mishnah doesn't mention any such thing regarding the halacha of, of Nige or Basar would seem to imply an allegrash. The mashmois of the Mishnah would be that only these three things make a person to a mukhut, but the fact that the negas stay the same does make a person to a mukhut. The Rishonim over there in the Mishnah on Paragraph Mishnah Gimel ask, more than that, they ask that that there is a Teres Kainim, which is also Mavur in the Mishnah, and Paragdaim Talmud and Nigo Mishnah Zayim. And the Mishnah says, and the Teres Kainim both say, that if you had a Tzeras, you locked the, locked, locked the guy up, because he had Tzeras, and the shade of white, he came back, and the Kainim sees that the shade of white got, got brighter. It was Keho and Nasis Azam. So in such a case, what's the halacha if there was no sin in Tumah, no other change? The only change between the beginning of the week and end of the week is that it became brighter. It became a, a brighter, a stronger shade of white. So the Mishnah's mavur that it's not Tumah. There's no, there's no more sin in Tumah, nothing changed. It doesn't become more Tumah because it's Nasa Azah. So if that's the halacha, that it doesn't, it doesn't become more Tumah because it changed, then what happens at the end of the week? Sounds like, anyways, it will become Tomei. Even if it wasn't Asa Azi, it should become Tomei. Because at the end of two weeks, the Allah is, if there's no other symptom, it becomes Tomei. And the third question that the Rishonim asks is that Rashi himself, even though Rashi over here, Allah Torah says this is trapped in the Pasuk, but Rashi himself in Megillah on Davches Medbeis says explicitly that if the Nega is, stays the same enough, there's no change after two weeks, you send him home, he's taught. So what's going on over here with this Rashi? And the truth is, the, the Rashi, it's not such a question on Rashi, there's much more. So the Posik is like that. The Posik says, So what's the Pshat? So, if we go to the, if we discuss the first question, the first question we had was the Mishnah doesn't seem to say this. The Mishnah says, Lifter is Aymir Besayv Shuasheni. That if you have a Nega that's Aymir Besayv Shuasheni, sounds, the Pashtas Mishnah sounds, that Ahmad means it stayed the same. Ahmad, it stood. It stood still. Nothing changed. There was no change in the nega. It sounds like there was no change, even though it stayed the same shape. So there's a pirush on on, on Tyrus from the uh, it's called the Sefer Mayim Tahirim, a very comprehensive pirush on Tyrus and the on on some of the Masechtas and Tyrus and the Goam specifically. And in the Sefer Mayim Tahirim. He says that the, you could, it's, you could be matre, you could be miyash, or she does rashi and say that when the Mishnah says that it's that if it stayed the same at the end of the second week, it's tohar, the Mishnah doesn't mean that it didn't change color. Avada has to change color, because Rashi says it's mashman the posik, that if it didn't change color, you will be metama. So what does it mean was Ahmad, it stayed the same? It's not talking about the, 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 the color, it's talking about the size of the nega. Because the halacha is if the nega is, gets smaller, at the end of the second week, 
if there were a nega, it's, it, it, if that, we said if the nega gets bigger, but if the nega gets smaller, then you'd be metam even out at the end of the second week. So the Pasuk saying, the Mishnah saying rather, that if it was almond, that means that it did not get smaller at the end of the second week, Afal Pekin, you're going to be metar, you're going to pat him and say that he can go home, that it's tahar, because there was no, there was no simitum. But the Mishnah is not discussing the shade, the color of the Nitzras. A lot of the color Nitzras has to change, because if it doesn't change, then you're telling. Now, Gabe, the question that the Mepharshim asked on Rashi, from the halacha of Kev and Asa Azar, that if it was duller, it became brighter. So we have a Mishnah, then Teres Kainah makes a drushal, that it's not Tomei, so it sounds like the fact that it, the, the fact that it even got brighter is not a reason to make it Tomei, so L'chair Kolshke, if it stayed the same, that's not a reason that it should be Tommy at the end of two weeks. So the emphasis is like this. We, we have to understand, the Mishnah, the, the Pasuk says, Rashi says that in order for the Kayin to send the person home and say that he's not Tommy, you need Kayan Nega. You need that the Nega should get duller. Should, originally it was brighter, and now it's not as bright. Now what does that mean that the Nega is not as bright as it used to be? Now we said, mentioned this earlier, the Mishnah says at the beginning of Nagon, that there are different shades that are of white that are that are considered a nega. The Mishnah says there are certain shades of white that even though they're white, it's not white enough. It's not uh, it's not uh, strong enough so that we consider it tzeras. That is what the pasuk refers to later in the parish as boyhak. Boyhak is a shade of white, but it's not a strong shade of white. It's a dull shade of white. So something which is boyhak is not tummy at all. Then there are four different shades that the Mishnah discusses that are considered shades of Tzeras. And within these shades of white, there are duller shades, there are stronger shades. The Mishnah lists them. The Mishnah says that the strongest is this Bahiris is Azak Yishelag. The brightest shade of white is white like snow. And the Mishnah says that there are other shades of white which are not as bright. There's Tzemer Lovan. There's white, uh, white, um, um, wool. There is Sira There's a certain uh, shade of plaster that they use to plaster the base of Mikdash. And this Krum Lovan, there's the membrane around the egg. When you take off the shell inside, inside the shell of an egg, the membrane that the, the Mishnah says is uh, not as bright as the other ones. So there's different shades. So when the Mishnah says, the Mishnah says, the Pasuk says, rather, that the Nega used to be brighter and now it became duller. So how do you understand this Pasuk? The simple understanding of the Pasuk is that the Kayim comes, he sees that it's not the right shade anymore. It's a shade that had, had it been this shade all the, all the time, it wouldn't have been a shade that's Tommy Bechlal, it would have been Bayak. So it went down from the Nega Tzeras, from a shade that is Tzeras, to a shade that's not Tzeras. So Fashtetzach, in such a case, the Kayin says that he's tar. It's not, it's not Tzeras anymore. It's as if it's not white. However, it, the Achroinim, specifically the Mizrahi over here, wants to, uh, wants to explain that that's the, this is the sheet of Rashi. That Rashi understands that when the Pasuk says, it doesn't mean that it went down to a shade that's not Tzeras at all. It could be originally this Saras was a stronger shade, was the, let's say it was the strongest shade of white, it was Azakishalik, it was the strongest, it was like snow. And then at the end of two weeks, as Pasik says, Vinekeanega, it got duller. It's not so dull that it wouldn't be a shade of Tsaras. If it would have been this shade Meikara, you still would have made him into a musker. If there would be a, if there would be a Ser Lovan, if there would be a Simon Tumor, then I'd rather we would make this person Tommy. So it went down, it went down a step. 
So the Pasuk is saying in such a case that Hagam, that really, really the, 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 there is a Mar Nega over here, there is a Mar of Teras, but since it changed and it went down, so the Halacha is that it's considered the, it's considered that there's some sort of, of, of Shinui in the Nega that says that we don't have, we're not going to be Metam in such a case. When the Torah says, Rashi explains the Pasuk that we're going to be Metam in the Nega, if there's no difference at all, that means that it didn't change, it didn't change Bechlau. It's the same exact shade that it was when you locked it up a week ago. So in such a case, we say there was Ahmad and it didn't change Bechlau. So then Abad, it's Tommy, but if it changed a little bit, even though it's still a Maranega, that's when the Torah says that, uh, that you're Metar. So the Pasha Peshat, the way you understand this Svar of Rashi is, that since it was brighter and now you see that it, that it faded a little bit, it's not as bright as it used to be, so then it's on its way out, it's on its way to disappearing completely, and therefore that's why you're being Mitar at the end of two weeks, Masha'enk, and if it didn't change at all, then we won't be Mitar, then according to Rashi, we'll be Mitar. But it could be that that's not what Rashi holds. It could be the sheet of Rashi is, it's not the fact that it changed that makes it tar. It's, it's not the fact that it got duller that makes it tar. It's the fact that it's a different shade. It changed. So who I did if it changed and it got stronger? Let's say originally it was a duller shade of white and it got stronger. It was keha vinasis aza. So at the beginning of the week it was keha. And then you lock it up. At the end of the week it's aza. So in such a case, in such a case, what's the halacha? So that's what we said from the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that when it's keha vinasa aza, then the halacha is, it's not a simintumah. So it doesn't make him, it doesn't make the, the Mitzayr into a Mukhlet, but on the other hand, it's, we don't say that, oh, it's a different shade, so it's a different shade, maybe we should be Mitzayr Legamri. That's the Kiddush of the, of the Teres Kain. That we need a drush of the Teres Kain to come tell me that if it was duller and it got stronger, I would think that just like if it was stronger and it got duller, we send him home, or Mitzayrim. So who Adin, if it was duller and it got stronger, I should also be Mitzayrim. What's the difference? Because this is a Shina and that's a Shina. It's not the same way it was at the beginning of the week. So that's where we have a drosha, we have a chiddush, the Torah says, no, if it got duller, then we're metar. If it didn't get duller, if it got brighter instead, then we're not metar. But you can't come and tell me that now I have a kolshkin, that if I see that it got stronger, you're not metamahim, we're not metamahim, but we're not metarim, so then we should say the same thing, that it should, that it should the, the, the status quo should stay the same at the end of two weeks, and since there's no simintoma, we should be metar. That's not true, because the, the whole assumption for the kasha, the Rishonim was that there was a sort of, some sort of kavachoymer. We are saying that if you see it got stronger than it's Tomei, and it's still ta- and, and, and it, it's, we don't make it more Tomei, but we don't make it more Tar, so Kolshkein, if it stays the same, nothing changed, so then it's not a reason to make him Tomei. But that's not the pshat according to Rashi. According to Rashi, the Yisoyed is the Shinoi. The difference is what makes it, is, is what makes it Tahar. So the Chiddush over here is that if it got stronger, the difference, the fact that it's different doesn't make it Tahar. But when it changed, you can't tell me, oh, so who had never stayed? It stayed the same. There's no difference. It stayed the same. Fakert. Fakert. Over there, it's Taka more Mustar, but that it should be Tahar. So this is the Shita. So Machroim suggests the Yashiv. Shita's Rashi. This is how the Re'im, uh, understands Shita's Rashi. Now that answers, the Re'im's Mahalich will answer the, the Kasha from this Mishnah of Kev and Asa'aza, but the Mizrahi himself says that he's not satisfied that this, uh, this Mahalich will answer up the Mishnah and the Gom that we mentioned earlier. The Mishnah and the Gom said that there's three Simani Toma. The three Simani Toma is either the Ser Lovan or this Pisin or this Michi or this, uh, this, this regular, uh, regular colored flesh in the middle. If he doesn't have one of these three simon, and the mashmois the Mishnah is, you'll never become a mukhlit, you'll never be tummy. So then how could the Mishnah, how could Rashi say, now the Mishnah Rashi says that if it stays the same, we will make you tummy. And that, the Mizrahi doesn't have an answer. 
So the truth is that it could suggest a different mahalak to explain Rashi. The emphasis is that Rashi doesn't say clearly in this Pasik when Rashi says that if it's Ahmad, that uh, you make him Tommy, Rashi doesn't say that he becomes a Mukhut. We said before that there's two types of Mitzrayah, two types of Mitzrayah. There's a Mitzrayah that's a Muskar, and a Mitzrayah that's a Mukhut. A Mitzrayah that's a Muskar is he has a white spot, he doesn't have one of the three Simoni Tumah, so the Aloha is, the Mishnah says, the Torah says, you lock him up for a week, and you see if there's no change, you lock him up for another week, and that's the Aloha. And if the Simon Tumah becomes a Mukhut, if he's a Mukhut, so then there's no time limit, he's a Mukhut, he's Tameh forever, unless the Simoni Tumah disappears. If the Simon go away, then he will become Tar. So all the, all the, all the other Rishonim besides Rashi understand that someone who's a Musker, the Torah says that it's not impossible to be a Musker more than two weeks. So at the end of two weeks, either you change into a Mukhut or you're out, or, or you're tar. So therefore, if it was Aman and the, you don't have one of the three Simani Tomah, so you can't be a Mukhut, so then by default, you're not tar anymore. You become tar. And that's, that's, and, and that's how these Rishonim learn. That's how they understand the Mishnahis, and that's, that's what they say. And therefore, they're asking on Rashi, how could Rashi say that if he's Ahmad, you change from a Muskar into a Mukhut? So the truth is, Rashi never says that he changes from a Muskar into a Mukhut. Rashi says that if it's Ahmad bin Marisa, he's Tommy. If he's Ahmad bin Marisa, he's Tommy. Rashi doesn't say if he's Tommy Muskar, Tommy Mukhut. It could be that Rashi agrees that he's not a Mukhut. The Mishnah says that in order to become a Mukhut, you need three Simonim, one of the three Simonim, and that you don't have. All they have is a Tsaras that stayed. Nothing, there was no change. So in such a case, the Tzaras stated, and there was no change, says Rashi, you remain a Musker. Where do you see, you see, you see somewhere that you can't be a Musker more than two weeks, the Rishonim understand that you can't be a Musker more than two weeks, so then by default you have to become Tar. Perhaps Rashi holds that if, unless there's a change, unless there's some sort of change that was Kaya, so then you remain a Musker. You don't become a Mukhut, but you remain a Musker. Now there's big Nafkeminus besides that we're saying that till now we're saying only nafkamin between a musker and a mukhlet is that a musker is automatically tar after two weeks. And a mukhlet is not automatically tar until the nega goes away. Now we're saying, if you're saying in Rashi that you remain a musker forever till the nega goes away, so then why do what's the difference between a musker and a mukhlet? But the Mishnah in the Gil says that there's clearly differences between a musker and a mukhlet. The Mishnah says that when someone is a mukhlet and he becomes tar and the nega goes away, so the halacha is, as the Torah discusses at the beginning of Parashas Mitzayra, now when the Tzaraz goes away, there's a whole entire Seder he has to do in order to become Tar. He has to bring, first he has to bring two birds, do Shaytzi Pairim, and he has to do the whole Seder that the Pasuk says over there, then he has to wait a week, and then he brings Karbonus in the Beis Amikdash. A Muskar doesn't have any of that. A Muskar, if you have a Muskar at the end of two weeks, and the Nega went away, let's say, when the Kayin looks at the Nega, and the Nega was K, and the Nega went away, so the Mishnah says that a Muskar has nothing, he doesn't have Tzipayrim, he doesn't have carbon, he doesn't have anything. So if we say, according to Rashi, that if the Nagas Ahmad, he stays, he remains a Musker, so fine, he'll remain a Musker, he'll still be Tomei. The Mishnah says that he has to be Shiloh Machnais. He's not allowed into the Machna Yisrael. He's not allowed into any of the cities in Eretz Yisrael. Just like a Mukhut, there's not enough community in a Musker and a Mukhut, the Gabi Allah. But eventually, when the Nagas goes away and he becomes Tahar, there's a big difference, because if he was a mukhlet, then he would have to bring karbanas, he would have to bring tzipayrim. Since we're saying now that according to Rashi, he's only a muskar, so as soon as he goes away, then he's tar, it's finished. He doesn't have to bring tzipayrim, he does not have to bring any carbon. So this could be potential, potential, a yishu, this is from Yashiv, this is from Yashiv, 
the Kasha and Rashi from the Mishnah because the Mishnah is discussing how you become a Mukhut. The Mishnah is not telling me there's a situation where you remain a Muskar, so fine. So therefore there's no steer. That's why the Mishnah could say that there are only three Simonim to make a Mitzayir Tommy because those are three Simonim that make you into a Mukhut. But over here where he remains a Muskar, so the Mishnah is not discussing that case. Now, this would be a very, uh, a very un- understandable, it would make sense of Pshat, of Pshat and Rashi. I saw in the Sefer on the Gorm, the Sefer Mishnah's Tyrus from Summer, uh, Shurim or Summer Garvus. He says over there that he, he, he also mentions this, uh, this Mahalach and he doesn't like it. Why doesn't he like this Mahalach in Rashi? He says that Rashi is not Mashpak yet because if you go back to the Rashi in Chumash, Rashi says, the Pasik says, in order to be mitar, the mitzayra, you need that it was keha, which we're saying according to Rashi, keha is important. And you need that it was like possible, because if it was pissing, then he's a mukhut. So the Rashi says, but what if it was ha'am if it stayed the same, it didn't change, or it spread tummy. He's tummy. Now, if the dagger spread, then he's a mukhut. When Rashi says, posa, he's tamay, that definitely means that he becomes a mukhut. There's no question about that, that pisin is one of the three simani tumah. So how could you come and tell me that when Rashi said, when he said, that, no, there, there he doesn't become a mukhut. Rashi said, either or there was pissing, tamay is tamay. But the tamay that Rashi says is not equal between the two of them. Because if it's pissing, he's a mukhut, then if it's amad, he's a, he's a muskar. So that's a big daichik to say such a pshat in Rashi. Hagan that he does bring that there are other girsois in Rashi. There's another girsa in Rashi that Rashi says, that he's Tomei. And according to this girsa, Rashi, you could learn Rashi the way we're learning that when Rashi says Tomei, he doesn't mean you become a mukhad, he means that you remain a muskar. But the way we have Rashi, Rashi doesn't say that. Rashi says, and therefore he's not happy with saying this explanation in order to explain this pshat in Rashi. So therefore, he suggests a different shot based on a very important yisoid in Thomas Hesker. The, the general understanding, the way we understand Thomas Hesker, is that there's two types of Thomas by Mitzayra. There's a Mitzayra who is a Musker, and there's a Mitzayra who is a Mukhlet. So the halacha is that when you have a Tzeras, you have a Nega, and there's no Simen Toma, then you're a Musker. If you have a Simen Toma, then you're a Mukhlet. There's two, two different complete types of Thomas and sort of the Tumah changes that so long as you have a, a Tzeras without a Simen Tumah, then the Tumah that you have is called Tumas Hesker. As soon as you get a Simen Tumah, then it changes. And the Tumas Hesker is over. And now it changes, and now what you have is called Tumas Hechlet, you're a Mukhlet. If you have Tumas Hesker, and then he doesn't, never gets a Simen Tumah. So we're saying according to uh, older Rishonim, besides for Rashi, that if it's Ahmad, then you become Tar, because you can't become a Mukhlet without Simitoma. And Tumas Hesker, you can't have more than two weeks, so then that Tumas Hesker is over. So at that time, for those two weeks, you had a Tumas Hesker, and then afterwards, you don't have anything, so you're tar, you become Tar. So this is the simple understanding. The Maisa, there is a Mashmois in Rashi and Taisis, not like this. There's a, a Mishnah in Nazi. The Allah is like this. The Allah is, that Torah says is a parasha, a parasha of a nazir. A nazir is somebody who's mekabel on himself in zirus. He's not allowed to. Um, he's not allowed to drink wine. He's not allowed to cut his hair. He's not allowed to be metamel mason. What's the halacha if somebody's mekabel on the zirus for uh, a 
certain period of time, or if he doesn't say specify, so he's a Nazar, Sam is 30 days. So a person is a Nazar for 30 days. In the middle of the 30 days, he becomes Tommy, whether it's on purpose or it's by accident. Makes no difference. If he touches a mace, it becomes Tommy mace. So the halacha is that he ruins his Naziris. He calls, he sicers Naziris, the Mishnah says, is a steer of the whole Naziris is, uh, is, 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 is apt. What he does is he's not, he, 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 he's not, oh, he's Nazir. He's still a Nazir. He has to wait till he becomes tar. He counts seven days. Tommy Mace is Tommy for seven days. At the end of seven days, he brings special carbonus. And he has, he starts over again after he becomes tar. He says, the tar says he's Galef. He has to shave all his hair. And he starts over. He starts regrowing his hair. And he has to start counting from, from the beginning. Even if he was on the last day's Naziris, let's say it was day 29 of his Naziris, and he becomes Tommy day 29, so then he has to start over. He waits seven days, become Tahar, and then he has to start over. He has to start counting another 30 days. All the days that he counted are Nista, that's called the steer of his Naziris, and there's nothing left, and therefore the halacha is he has to start counting over again from the beginning. That's the halacha or standard Tumah's mace, when a Naz becomes Tommy mace. The Mishnah says, in Nazar, Daphim, Da'alam, and Alf, so the Mishnah says that there are certain types of Tumas that are not as Chomer as standard Tumas Mace, certain types of Tumas Mace, and we'll see certain types of other Tumas. The halacha is that there are certain types of Tumas that although if a Nazar becomes Tomei, he has to suspend his counting, if he becomes Tomei on day 15, let's say, so then he stops counting the days for his Naziris till he, till he finishes the Tumas, till the Tumas is over. And then, when that tum is over, then he could resume counting the Naziris from where he left off. So the Mishnah over there says that if somebody is a Nazir, and in the middle of the Naziris he becomes a Mitzayra, so those days that he's a Mitzayra, as long as he has Tumas Tzeras, Tumas Hechlit of a, of a, of a Mitzayra, the halacha is that those days don't count. So if he counted 15 days for his Naziris, and then he became a Mitzayra for a month, that month doesn't count, but when he finishes being Mitzayra, and he brings the Karbonus that a Mitzayra brings, and now he's completely tore from the Tumas Saras, he goes back, and he doesn't have to start counting over again from the beginning, he resumes counting, he became Tommy day 15, so he resumes counting day 16, till the end of his Nazirs. That is the halacha that the, that the, that, uh, that, that, that's called, though that's called a Tuma that's not Saiser, it's any Saiser, but it's any Oila, it's not oil for the days of his Naziris because those days don't count. So the Mishnah says in Nazar like this. The Mishnah says that when it comes to Tumas Saras, so the halacha is Tumas Saras, it is not oil for Yimei Naziris. The Mishnah says Yimei Sfariv, Yimei Gomroy. Yimei Gomroy are when he's complete, when he's a certain mukhlet, those days don't count. Even after he finishes being a mukhlet, the halacha is, and he brings the tzipayrim, and he's not a mukhlet anymore, he's still not completely tar, he has to wait seven days before he brings karbonus. Those seven days are called yimei svaray, those days also don't count. He has to wait till he finishes bringing his karbonus and he's completely tar. Then, from then on, he'll go back to counting days in his ears. Avol says the Mishnah, yimei hezgeiroi shol metzayra oyunloi. Mishnah says a chiddush. Mishnah says that if a metzayra was a, the guy with a nozer was a metzayra muskar. Day 15 of his Nazirus, he became a Mitzayra Muskar. He got a Tzaras without a Simtuma. And then he went, he showed it to the Kayin, the Kayin locked him up for a week, and he came back in the weekend, there was Simtuma. So the first week that he was in Muskar, the Halach, the since Zimeyaz Geiroi, the Halach is those seven days, they count for his Nazirus. So day 15 to day 22, those seven days are still counted as Nazirus. Now if he becomes 
a muchad afterwards, so from day 22 onwards don't count, the way he has to wait till he becomes tar, and then he'll go back to counting to day 22, he'll count day 23 and further. That's the halal. So the Mishnah says, you may svari, you may garmi, you may tumsaras, a hechad of tumsaras, is not oila but, but, you may hezgeri, the days that he's a musr count. Toysis, as well as Rashi later on both say when they discuss this Mishnah that Yemeyah's Geri they talk about a case of a Mitzayah that was a Musker and we say that the days that he's a Musker count towards the days in the Ziris both Rashi and Taisa say that what's the case the case was that he became a Musker he was, a, he was locked up for a week and he was locked up for for uh, two weeks and then, Rashi and Taisa say, he never got Simintoma. He never got a Simintoma, so after two weeks, Rashi Taisa says, it was Kao or it was Ahmad, depending on who you hold like, obviously. It says, there, it says the, these Rishonim, the Kayin sends them home, the Kayin says, you're not a Muskar anymore, you're not a Muskar, you're not Mukhlid, you don't have a Simintoma, you're Tar. So now, the question, the Mishnah is telling us, in those cases, those 14 days of the, of the Yemeyah's Geiroi, count towards his Nazirs. Fracts of the Kasha, why do Rashi and Taisis have to explain the case of the Mishnah that the guy was a Musker, and then at the end of the Hesker, he never ended up becoming a Muchot? Does it make a difference if he was a Musker, and then after he was a Musker, he became a Muchot, or after he was a Musker, he became Tar? What's the difference? If the Allah would be that when he becomes a Muchot, he's Saiser, he cancels all the days of his Naziris, so then, then the Mepharsh would have to tell me that, that, that there's no Chiddush that when Tzairah Muskar, the days count. How, who cares if the days count? If afterwards it becomes a Muslim, the day after it becomes a Muslim, he's a Muslim and they cancels out all the previous days. So then we don't care how many days he counted. Anyways, he has to start over. But that's not the Halacha. The Halacha is that when it becomes a Muslim, the days that he counted already still count. They don't get canceled. He, he can, when, and when he finishes being in Tzairah, he goes back to the day that he left off. So you, you have a situation where a person was a musker. A person can be a musker for two weeks. He has 14 days. Those 14 days count for his naziris. Then he became a mukhlet for a month or a year, or however long he was a mukhlet. And then after he finishes being a mukhlet, he goes back to being a nazir. And he and those, on those days of Hesker still count. Because they count towards the days of his naziris. So why do Rashi and Taisas have to say that the case is that at the end of the Hesker, he didn't end up becoming a mukhlet? What's the pshat? So it would seem that Mashmois from Rashi and Taisis in Nazar is that if somebody starts off being a Musker, he's a Musker, and then after a week or after two weeks, he gets a symptom and the Kain says, no, now you're not a Musker anymore, now you're a Mukhlet. So the Mashmois in Rashi and Taisis is that not only do we say that from now on, until he stops being a Mukhlet, the days that he's a Mukhlet are not oil for his Naziris, now that he becomes a mukhlet, now lemafreya, the last week or the last two weeks that he was a musker, those days also don't count towards his naziris. Therefore, Rashi and Taisa had to say the only echatim we have that the meyaskeira or oila is only at the end he didn't end up becoming a mukhlet. But if he ended up becoming a mukhlet, then even the yimei hesker are not oila. And Kash is why. Why? If the, the Mishnah says, and the Gemara learns that from Drushes, that Yemei Hesker are not Oila for, or Yimei, I'm sorry, Yemei Hesker are Oila, and just Yemei Hechad are not Oila, so Yemei Hesker are Oila, what difference should it make if the end becomes a Mokhad, or the end does become a Mokhad? So you see from Taisus and Rashi, we see, we see a very big aside, that 
a that the besides for the fact that musker has certain halachas, there are halachas, there are certain dinim that apply to a mitzvah musker. But a musker, every musker is a potential muchlet as well. Since every musker could become, it's not, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be a musker to become a muchlet. If you ask him to me right away, he becomes a muchlet straight. However, a person who becomes a musker, Every musker is a potential mukhut, and when, in, and when at the end he ends up getting a simon tumor, that's a raya that he was a mukhut even from the beginning. Whenever a musker becomes a mukhut, he, that's a raya freya, he was already, he was already a mitzayra, he was already a mitzayra mukhut from the beginning. So you're right. When somebody is a musker, so you may have skar oil. But, but, but if somebody is a musker, and then he becomes a mukhut, that means Lamafreya, he was never a musker. Besides being a musker, he was a mukhut from day one, from the first day that he was a mitzayr. And therefore, all those days, the whole, all those days of Yimei Hesker, now are considered, they're reclassified as Yimei Hechlet, and since they're Yimei Hechlet, they're not Eulah. The only case we have of Yimei Hesker that'll be Eulah for another are Yimei Hesker that do not end in a person becoming a mukhut. And it's very gishmak. There are a number of rice to this Yisoyed from the Mishnayis in the Gaon themselves. Uh, we'll just mention, we'll mention one Mishnah, very interesting Mishnah. Uh, the Mishnah says in the Gaon, Mishnah, Mishnah Paraktas, Mishnah Gimel, talks about a case, uh, without getting into the details, it talks about a case where a person got saras in a place of his body that can't grow hair. And uh, the Allah is yes, saras, and the, the tzeras is limited. There's no place for the tzeras to spread. The tzeras is exactly a gris. There's no way to have another symptom. It's impossible. You can't have ser lovon. You can't have pissing. You can't have michi. There's no, there is, you have a tzeras that's a gris. So the aloha is, a guy, a guy comes to the kain, he has tzeras that's a gris, so we make him into a musker. You make him into a musker and you lock him up and see if he gets the money tumma. Over here, we know for a fact. It's impossible that he should get any of the any of the three simonitum. He can't get serlovan, he can't get michia, he can't get pissin. It's not possible for it to spread. There's no place for it to spread on his body. So the Gemara, the Mishnah says that Rebbe Lezer said, Rebbe said that this guy is a Muslim. You have to lock him up for a week or two. So it says the Mishnah says the tummy the master. Amruloi, Lama. They said, why do you have to lock this guy up? Legadol seir lovon eni ruya, ulepisyein eni paisel lemechi eni mitama. He said, what's going on? What's the what, what what's the pshat? There is no hechetimsa. There's no hechetimsa for him to become a mochut. So why are you lock him up? So Amar lehen, Rabbi Lazar answered, no. The case is shemti konis v'tifsa. The case is that the nega is slightly larger than a gris. It's not exactly the shear. It's a slightly larger. So it could be the nega will shrink. And when the nega shrinks back to a gris, it's still a musker. He's not tar completely. He'll still, still be a musker. And then if it grows again, then it will be pissing. Now, Kitzer, Rabbi Lezer said that you're wrong. Rabbi Lezer told the Tamidim, you're not correct. If you would, if you would be right that there is no, there is no way for this person who's a musker to ever become a muchlet, it sounds like Rabbi Lezer agrees to the Tamidim. Then Rabbi Lezer, there's no reason in locking him up. But you're wrong, because over here there is such a case. There is a way for him to end up becoming a muchlet. Now, I don't understand. What's Pshat in the Talmudim and what's Pshat in Rabbi Lezer? It seems to be a clear Yisoyed Vashtayt in the Mishnah. The Mishnah seems to be a double portion of the Mishnah. That there is no reason, even the, no reason to lack up a Mitzayr or a Muskar if it's impossible for him to call a Muchad. I don't understand. There's two different types of Tumas. There's a parish of Tumas Hesker. There's a parish of Tumas Hechlet. What does Hesker have to do with Hechlet? The Torah says that you lock the guy up for two weeks and if he doesn't become Tumas, you send him home. 
So do the same thing over here. Lock him up for two weeks. If he, uh, you, you'll, you'll come and check it in two weeks. You'll know already it's predetermined that he can't have Simon and Thomas. And then you'll send him home. He's told me for two weeks. What, why? Where does it, where do we find such a concept that, that you can't lock, there's no reason to lock him up. Meaning there's no Thomas Hesker unless it's going to end up being a Thomas Hesker. But you'll hire from this Mishnah. We see this Yisait. We see this Yisait that the whole, whole idea of Thomas Hesker, when the Torah says Thomas Hesker, it's like, it's a conditioning. It's like, it's, 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 it's probationary that it's, that it's becoming is a possibility that the person ends up becoming a mukhut. When you have a Tumas Hesker, that it's impossible for the person to end up becoming a mukhut, so then by definition it can't be a Tumas Hesker. So you see this idea that the Tumas Hesker changes into Hekhut when a person becomes a mukhut, so that's a gilu on the whole Tumas Hesker, that the Tumas Hesker Mafrey was a Tumas Hekhut. Oh, so let's go back to our Rashi. So in the Sefer Mishnah's Tires, he wants to say that this is the Pshad over here in Rashi. We asked the cash. We said, or how could Rashi say that a person who's a musker after two weeks and the nagah didn't change? So Rashi says that he, he's Tommy. And he said the mashmois in Rashi is that he even becomes a mukhut. I becomes a mukhut. Why isn't he mentioned in the Mishnah? The Mishnah says that there's three ways, three simoni toma, three ways a person becomes a mukhut. And it doesn't say, it should say that there's a fourth way that if the toma stayed the same. The answer is that that kasha is only a kasha if you hold that every much, every musker is not a mukhut. If you hold that there's two, the way we understood in the beginning, that there's two types of tumas, there's tumas musker and there's tumas mukhut, and one has nothing to do with the other, there's two completely different types of tumas, and when you become a mukhut, you stop being a musker and you change, and then you start becoming, you have a new tumah called tumas hechut. So then, the Mishnah is discussing, how do we create, what simonim are necessary? What conditions are necessary in order to create this tumas hechut? So the Mishnah says there's only three conditions. According to Rashi, it's not true. There's a fourth condition. The fourth condition to create Tumas Hechel is someone who had a neger for more than two weeks. Automatically becomes a, becomes a mukhut. So now we have a kasha. Why it doesn't say it in the Mishnah? But now that we understand Sheet this Rashi, not like that, the Sheet the Rashi in Taisis is that when a muskar changes, when he becomes a mukhut, that means that he was a mukhut all along. That means that from the beginning he was already a mukhut. So what makes the person a mukhut? Could you tell me that it's the Simoni Toma that make you a mukhut? Of course not. Because if Lamafreya, he was a mukhut from the first second he got the Tsaras, when he first got the Tsaras, and all the way in the beginning, he didn't have any of the Simoni Toma. So that means that the nega itself created the tumor. The shade, the white shade on the person's body by itself created the tumor. And the simoni tumor are just rice, rice later. Those are only proofs that, that are migala to us that, that the tumor was created earlier. So if that's the case, the Mishnah doesn't have to tell you that a tumor that's there from before it's given. Of course, that, that was, that was the olive base. The hakdama to the whole tumor was that when I have a white spot on your body, person has a white spot on his body, the halacha is that if it stays there for more than two weeks, you become tummy. If there's no change, and Mishnah is saying there are other riots. We have other riots that we, even even without that you could create such a tum. The Melo, the Melo, there's no kasha anymore from the Mishnah on the Shittas Rashi. We'll just end off with a very interesting Gemara. Really a Mishnah. The Mishnah says in Chagiga and Afyud that Negon v'Alois are mikramut v'Alochs merubais. They have, they don't have a lot of psukim, but they have a lot of halachas. The Gemara comes along in Afyud Aleph and the Gemara says, it's not true. The goyim is really mikra merubo. So the Gemara changes it. The Gemara says, Hachikamar. What the Mishnah means to say is like this. Negoim is mikra merubo of halachis muatis. Negoim has a lot of psukim. You look at the, 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 the two parishes that are full of all the halachis, a lot of psukim upon psukim, tell us the halachis of tziras. Halachis muatis. But the halachis, there's not so many. 
Always, when you talk about the halachas of Tumas Oil, Mikramut, there's a couple of psukim in the Torah, in Parshas, in, in Parshas Par, in Parshas Chukas. Not as, obviously not as many psukim as we have by Nigoyim. The halachas Merubis, and there's a lot of halachas, a lot of halachas regarding Tumas, uh, Tumas Oil that we don't find in the psukim. So the Gemara asks, my nafkamina. What's, who cares? So very nice. You tell me a deal that always has a mikramut alachs merubis and the gun has mikramuba alachs muatis. What's the, who cares? Why is this important? So the Gemara says, Let's say you have a suffolk. There's something, there's a halacha about nigam, about saras that you're not sure what the halacha is. So you, where do you go? You have to go look it up. Where are you going to go look? I ain't be So if, since there's a lot of psukim, you look in the psukim. Because there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of psukim. Let's say you have a suffix regarding all these. The Gabi Tumas Oil, the Gabi Tumas Mace. I'm a Mastitan, you don't have a lot of Psukim, so you're not going to find it in the Psukim. So therefore, look in the Mishnais. Very interesting Gemara. So I saw B'Shem the Nitziv. And Nitziv says, you know what's Pshat in this Gemara? The Gemara is telling you that when it comes to Nigom, we have a very interesting thing. Usually, the, the, we have the 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 is the Torah Shavuch Sav, and we know the Torah Shavuch Peh explains the, all the halachas Torah Shavuch Sav. So, what's the Torah Shavuch Peh? The Shisha Sidri Mishnah, the Mishnahis that were in Mikabel from 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 Moshe Ben was Mikabel on Harsinai. That's that's the Torah Shavuch Peh, and that explains all the Mishnahis. So, usually, the Torah Shavuch Peh has to explain all the halachas because the halachas are not all explained in the pasuk in the Torah. He says the pos- the Gemara is telling us that by Nigam it's not that way. That by Nigam it's possible that I could have a halacha that it doesn't say in the Mishnahis Bechlal. It's not in the halachas, it's not in the Torah because the halachas are in the waters. If I want to know what the halacha is, I don't look in the Mishnahis. It says, Ayin Bikroi, look in the Psukim. It says that it's there, that's going on this Rashi. If you, you could learn the entire Mesechus Nigam, you look in the Mishnahis and you read the Mishnahis, the Mishnahis don't seem to say like Rashi. The Mishnah says, there is no remez anywhere in the Mishnayis, a clear remez to Shita's Rashi. In fact, that's why the Rishonim are arguing with Rashi. They say, no, the Mishnayis are mashed with the other way. Now, we, we, we try to explain why the Mishnayis are not a steer to Rashi. So that we could explain that the Mishnayis could fit with Rashi. But a raya to Rashi from, from the Mishnayis, we don't have. But, when you look in the Psukim, the Psukim are kemat, are kemat mafurish like Rashi, the Pesach says, yinei ke'anega, tzmashu that ke, if it's amad otakabi, it will be tummy. So he says, this is what the Gemara means. The Gemara means when it comes to Negoyim, if you, if you misubik about it, don't look in the Mishnais, because you look in the Mishnais, you're not necessarily going to find the answer. You bedafka have to look in the Psukim, or you look in the Psukim, that taka tells you this halacha that I don't find in the Mishnais. The Beis Havad on the Parsha series has been brought to you by the Beis Havad Halacha Center. To reach the Center for Halacha Consultations, Service, Educational Seminars, or Media, please call 1-888-485-VAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Beis Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org, or you can email us at office at the halachacenter.org.